Hey there, this is Hannah McGee, and welcome to the iHeart2C podcast. Join my husband, John, and me as we talk about all the happenings in our favorite place, Canyon County. We'll be highlighting businesses, organizations, and just plain old people that make this such a great place to live. If you're tired of all the negative on the news and social media and need some inspiration, you have come to the right place. Canyon County is one of the fastest growing areas in the country. It's a great place to live, and it's where we're raising our family. We're going to take a few minutes each week to talk about the place we call home, the good folks, and the great happenings going on in Caldwell, Nampa, and beyond. So join us here at the iHeart2C podcast. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today again at iHeart2C podcast. I'm Hannah McGee and my fabulous host, my husband, John. And we have another great guest uh, today. Um, we have the um, executive director of the Nampa Chamber, Mitch. Thank you so much for being here. Um, we love talking to the great organizations in Canyon County that really make a great impact in our businesses um, and really in the community. So we're so glad you're here to join us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. Well, we'd love to hear more. Would you tell us a little bit more about the Nampa Chamber of Commerce and um, kind of the evolution at, over the last couple of years? You guys have done such a great job of um, really supporting businesses and really getting them involved in the community. And we'd love to hear more about um, what that's looked like in the last handful of years. Uh, great. Well, I mean, first and foremost, I was very fortunate. I've been here about four and a half years. Um, I came from the College of Western Idaho, but when I joined the Nampa Chamber, it was uh, left in very good hands. Um, now, Mayor Debbie um, was formerly in my position at the Chamber, and so her and a team of people had done some great work and had a great foundation in place. And so I was able to kind of step right in with a, with a good foundation and then uh, build a, a new staff team and uh, kind of revise the board a little bit and then um, put our hopefully put our own little mark on it. But uh, the Nampa Chamber has been around for a long time. There's a lot of longstanding uh, companies in Nampa that have been around um, in members for 50 plus years. The Chamber itself has been here 100 years. Mm -hmm. So companies like the Idaho Press and NNU and um, Deal Insurance and some others um, amalgamated have been around, honestly, for like 65, 70 plus years as a Chamber member. And so there's a lot of history and a lot of tradition there. Awesome. Mitch, great. how does this, Nampa is one of the fastest growing communities in the country. How does yeah. that, how have you dealt with that as, as the chamber director? How has that influenced what you're doing? Yeah, good question, John. Um, well, if I put my business hat on, I love to hear the word growth, right? Um, because that means businesses are growing and expanding and thriving. And, and it's interesting because I even have some of my own family members that will sometimes whine and complain a little bit about the growth sure. <laughs> um, as we all do, you know, with traffic or just extra people. But at the same time, I always kind of have to remind myself and them that a city literally is either dying or thriving and growing. You only have two options. A lot of them don't just maintain a normal. So I think we have to look at it as half full versus half empty and that it's a great thing that our city is growing and expanding. Um, that just means people want to live here. And uh, then it becomes um, our jobs as, as business leaders to try to control that growth, try to manage that and be strategic about how we grow 
Um, I've heard others explain it better than me, but basically, you know, it's like putting your hand underneath a, a, a waterfall. You, I mean, you can't stop the water. You can't stop the growth, but you can direct it in, in certain directions. And so that's what we try here at the Napa Chamber is to put equal effort on our, our, um, our attention towards businesses that have been around for a long time. You know, so that they don't get forgotten is, is a longstanding tradition and, and business here in Nampa or Canyon County, but then also putting equal effort onto a new business that's starting up to give them what they need to be successful. Yeah, Mitch, it seems like the roles of, of chambers really across the country it seems like the role has evolved over the last few years and COVID has certainly yeah. affected that. I'm sure, I'm sure that affected that. Talk to us about the modern chamber and the value that it gives to business owners who are members sure yeah unique very very much so and you touched on that a chamber of commerce is truly different in each city um even from city to city that even are nearby each other they play a little different role whatever that niche may be that's one thing that i love about it is you can kind of adapt it to what the need the niche is in your community for example i i grew up in lewiston idaho and the chamber there operates and does a great job but has some different focuses than what we do here um we play a lot of roles with some events for networking and collaboration as well as our 501c6 allows us to to lobby and, and, and put interest and effort towards helping with business and be pro-business um, for things going on at the Capitol. So yeah, each chamber is unique and you, you touched on it, John, that um, it has changed. What, what the role of the chamber was five or 10 years ago is maybe different than what it is today. And that's the thing I keep hearing more and more and more right now is you're hearing businesses say, okay, we made it through the pandemic. Okay, we got through that 24 months with our head down and just kind of figure out minute to minute, day to day. There's a lot of companies in Nampa now saying, now what? Because they're not going to go back and operate like they did 26 months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is, I, I don't like the word new norm, but uh, business today operates differently than it did a couple of years ago. Yeah. And so what what are you finding are kind of some key tools and um, uh you know, things to help businesses when they say, what now, how do we go? How do we keep growing and making the impact as this growth is happening in Nampa? What are some things that you do to help support these businesses? Um, Probably to sum it up would be that relationships matter. Mm-hmm. We've seen that, you know, very firsthand right now that being able to call up a banker, being able to call up an attorney, being able to call up the SBDC and have them work with you on your business plan. Just that here in Nampa, um, I, I love this about Nampa. I still believe a handshake and a hug matters. Yeah. Um, people in Nampa care about each other and have accessibility to each other, whether that's the chief of police, the superintendent of schools, Joel Pearsall, the president of NNU. I mean, you could go down this list and in Nampa, um, it is local people supporting local people. And so that has really come to the forefront now that um, some communities, when I get on calls with other chambers throughout the state or even throughout the, the country, they might not be as fortunate as we are here in Napa to have that local connection and support. And so that's one thing that we can do at the chamber that um, kind of is the other duties assigned is make those connections, you know, that local people supporting local people. And so we will literally have a restaurant that's looking for employees partner up with express express personnel to get, get that done, or even a, a restaurant that operates for lunch, but isn't open for dinner and are trying to get their employees, their servers more hours. And so you're starting to see this collaboration between people that might not have happened before. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. Mitch, talk about, 
it's my observation that over the last uh, probably 10 years or so that Nampa and Caldwell both, I think for many years, were kind of bedroom communities to Boise, right? Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people did their shopping over there. People would go to work in Boise. It's my observation Nampa and Caldwell are becoming a little bit more autonomous, that people are staying in those communities. They're they're doing their recreating and they're socializing in those communities. Talk about Nampa's evolution into more of its own city and not a bedroom community. Yeah, no, and I, I think you probably would agree, even on a personal level, it's like we used to have all, I used to work here, but there were certain things I needed to go to Boise for, mm-hmm. um, yep. and, and I don't anymore. And so I find myself, my wife and my family and, and friends of mine, that everything is here in Nampa and, and Caldwell that you you need as far as shopping and entertainment and so forth and, and parks. And um, I mean, a small example would be our family used to go into Boise to the Botanical Gardens for the, the Christmas light show and all of that. Yeah. And now we go to our friends down the road at Caldwell mm-hmm. and, and go to, the, you know, go there to that light show there. So yeah. I I love that about it. I think that um, for us here in Nampa specifically, our downtown is our next thing to kind of tra- transform from good to great. There's a lot of great businesses downtown mm-hmm. and we've had, we've seen growth with 2C Brewery and Mesa Tacos and, you know, Pre-Funk and, and Labyrinth, but there's still some empty buildings and, um, you know, we're all over achievers and while there's empty buildings, I see opportunity and there is a lot of conversations going on right now about what to do with downtown and it is, uh, it is fun to dream and think and plan and Mayor Debbie, um, it, that's a priority of hers as well as downtown Nampa. And so I sit on a couple of small community uh, committees for downtown and I'm excited to see what's to come in the next year or two for for Nampa for downtown but yeah I mean the the term live work and play right um, yeah. is finally here where in people in Caldwell and in Nampa and so Canyon County as a whole you can you don't have to go to Boise unless you choose to yeah yeah so for any um, of our listeners that are maybe a boy uh, uh, a business in Nampa how would they get involved in the chamber um, and what kind of, what would you tell them would be kind of some key things that would benefit their business by becoming a member of the Napa chamber? Um, well, for, first and foremost, we would love to talk with anybody that's moved here and, and starting up a business or even one that's been around, around a while and wants to now get more connected with the community. We have a plethora of events. They're all on our website, nampa.com, or come into our office. We're in the old library Mm -hmm. um, right downtown Nampa here. But um, nampa.com has examples of what we do and committees we have, as well as events. I was just looking. We kind of finished our calendar. Throughout the summer, we kind of fine-tune a little bit, and then we hit the ground running in September with our our new slate of events. And we have 44 events planned from Uh September through through May. And on purpose, those are very diverse. It's everything from an ag form that's ag-specific to an economic form that's, you know, focused on growth and economics. And then Again, the time of the day, we do that on purpose too. Some are at 7.30 in the morning for an hour. Some of them are a lunch meeting and some of them are a networking at night. And so that is on purpose so that it meets the needs of, of all individuals that with their, their home lives and, and work lives. So um, yeah, we, we love right now that people are intentional about partnership and collaboration. I mean, we've kind of all learned we can't do it alone and, right. and you know, and, and partnerships and collaboration. So at our events right now, we provide time for intentional networking where you can you just go in introduce yourself to that local plumber or handyman or the restaurant or the supply chain person, whatever they may be. So we've become real intentional with our events to make sure people have an opportunity to, 
network and collaborate. Mm -hmm. And if for some reason, if they're not a member, are they able to come and come and see what that's, that's like before they would choose to become a member or do you have to be a member to be at your events? No, absolutely. We have it where we have a lot of current members that will invite a friend, Mm -hmm. but then even if they aren't invited through an existing member, then just get a hold of the chamber and say, you, you heard from Mitch or, or one of our staff that uh, you want to come and check out one of our events. And we always let people come for an event or two and see if it might fit what they're looking for. And then if they are, they join. Joining is really simple too. It's kind of tier-based that smaller businesses are, our small members pay a little, a little bit and then it grows. So, you know, your, your large companies like Amazon or Audible that have large employees are paying more than a mom and pa coffee shop. Sure. And it's an annual membership. And we've even th- during COVID, we learned, you know, some memberships that are like 275 a year, um, while that's very affordable, some companies might not have that all up front. And so we've created a system where they can pay monthly or pay quarterly and, and we work with them and then we have nonprofit rates and all that. And so it is kind of just, tailor-made to fit what's best for your company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mitch, a few weeks ago, we had um, Mother Earth Brewing on and the owner of Mother Earth Brewing. And one of the things that he talked about was the fact that he moved his company to Nampa, to Idaho, because of the business climate and the tax climate. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing a lot of that movement from out of state into Nampa, um, similar to what's happening with Mother Earth? Yeah, John, great. Uh, so there's still dirt available in Nampa, you know, so there you're seeing manufacturing and some companies still look because there is space where Meridian and, and Boise would get a little bit landlocked as far as where you could go. So right. Nampa still has great potential as far as, you know, right off the freeway, there's still um, access um, and, and good access in and access out. And so you're starting to see that, you know, a few years back, a a big one that kind of flew under the radar was Pepsi that Mm. had been in in downtown Boise since like 1908, moved its entire plant out to Nampa out there by the the sugar beet factory. And and they did that because they had space and then the trucks and the rail system and all of that. And so, um, yeah, I think you're seeing companies look at, it's maybe a little more affordable for housing in Nampa than it is in Boise. And so they look at that for their employees. And then they look at at space. Meridian is kind of having to start to build up versus out. And uh, you're seeing companies that uh, are on on purpose moving to Nampa because of space and opportunity. Mm -hmm. Would you also, I would love for you to go back and talk about um, the chamber has a leadership uh, program. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I see it pop up and it, it's, it sounds really great. Could you talk a little bit about that and what that actually is and, and what are kind of the type of people that you look for, who can, who can be a part of your, um, your leadership group that you do every year? Yeah, absolutely. It's probably one of my favorite and one of our staff member Jill's favorite programs that we we offer. It's a nine month program that starts up in September, runs kind of through that school based year through May, then they graduate. But the summary of that, I mean, I could probably speak for the whole hour on sure. that. I'll, I'll make it short. Is um, it's. 40 individuals that we kind of call the the leaders of the community, whether they're up and coming or just, you know, are trying to learn the behind the scenes um, of Nampa. It's a fast track of you know, each month has a different theme. Um, they come in for one one day a month 
And then they spend that full day together as a cohort. And then in the morning part of that, they get leadership development. Um, you might know the name Ron Price for many, many years. Mm -hmm. Ron was involved in that. Sure. He just kind of handed a little bit of that teaching off to uh, Dr. Jeremy Graves, who is affiliated with Boise State. He runs our leadership development piece of that in the morning where they do disc ass uh, assessments and all of that. But then it's just real tangible, personal and professional leadership stuff that they work on. So that is a benefit in itself to those individuals and, and those companies that participate. And then um, the afternoon part of each one of those those months that is again theme based, whether it's healthcare or they'll go to Gowan Field and get a behind the scenes look and tour of that. They'll go to the Capitol and then um, the governor um, and others will sit down and talk with them about things that go on with the legislature. Um, to Mayor Debbie sits down with them at the city and they get to hear about how the city operates in the budget to Sheriff Donahue in the jail. They get a tour of the jail. So in all honesty, Hannah, in, in a nine month period, you can learn more about Nampa than somebody that's lived here for 20 plus years. Yeah. Sure. You kind of get a behind the scenes first touch with everything. So um, funny you brought that up right now. There's a few people in our community that are happy with us because we had more people apply than we we're able to accept, oh, no. which is a good problem to have. Yeah. Right? Sure. Um, but the goal is to try to have like one per company so that they, you don't, you're not having multiple from one industry. And so mm -hmm. um, the, the program has grown, it's popular and, and, and there's more people now that want to be in it than we have space for. So um, we're, we're, we're trying to be nice and kind as, as we possibly can, but we're going to have to spread that out over the next year or so. So yeah. fun program. Uh, look forward to that starting back up in the fall. Um, this year's class has already been kind of picked um, for the, that'll start up in the fall. And then uh, again, we'll, we'll start doing a waiting list and applications again for next spring. Mm -hmm. Mitch, you mentioned earlier um, about the political advocacy arm. Yeah. And I tell me if yeah. I'm right on this, this seems to be something that's, Oh, I think the chambers are getting more involved with almost year after year. Can you kind of talk about how that is how that has evolved? Sure, and you know me back from the Boys and Girls Club yes, days, sir. and so mm -hmm. you know again the the average Joe and even me, I I kind of just knew nonprofits as the five hundred one c three, right? That's what most of us know, and and I didn't really know there was other options, but the the uh, chamber and this chamber specifically is a five hundred one c six. So what I learned and others may or may not know is that allows us then to to lobby and so we the nampa chamber and the caldwell chamber and surrounding chambers all pay minimal dues and we've we have now what's called a state alliance a, lo a lobbyist for the chambers and so that individual um, has one voice collectively for all the chambers and, and that was that's new to us and that's a way to kind of have a unified voice rather than a whole bunch of different scattered opinions and voices and so mm -hmm. that that has been new um, we do have some members that love that Part of what the chamber does is that we're keeping our eyes and our ears and our efforts on what's going on at the Capitol in regards to how it could affect their business with different, you know, rules or regulations or laws. And so that has become a new area of focus for the chambers. And uh, we have a government relations committee now out of the chamber and Matt Johnson from White Peterson kind of heads that up. And then we we uh, sit down once a week and, and kind of get updated on what's going on at the Capitol and so forth. So yeah, the, um, the other part of that, John, would be mixed opinions on this, but some of our board members want us to get more involved in, in that and some want us to stay more sure. neutral. Mm. And so we're taking the approach of going to start to help provide local forms to educate yeah. and get people informed. Um, so that's kind of a stance we're, we're 
we're, we're, we're wrestling with right now is what role, mm. you know, do you get into the endorsing? And when you do, there's pros and cons to that. Sure. But for sure, we need to play a more active role of providing local forms mm -hmm. so that people can get educated. That's good. That's yeah. a good approach. It's a great way for um, <clears throat> for a group to advocate for for businesses, but also I think for businesses to understand how legislation works, how the process happens. It's not just you know a snap of the finger and something happens. And so it's I love how you are advocating, but you're also educating these businesses to be empowered to be involved as well in the process. It's great. Yeah, amazing, amazing to me. We we helped put on, we partnered with uh, Idaho Press and, and helped with these most recent elections. And we actually did it, it was hybrid. It was in person at the city chambers there. And then um, we also helped with doing an online one for the school boards, mm -hmm. the local school boards. And, you know, again, it, it proves that the people, if you provide the opportunity, they're willing to listen. And mm -hmm. there was high turnout and high population. Sure. And I was pleasantly uh, pleased to people were respectful and cordial and came to listen and and we we challenged them with to listen and and give uh, not not to be uh, providing too much heckling or advice in our mm -hmm. community i was very proud of them they showed up and they listened and they got informed and it was civil so that's something great. we were super proud of that's great yeah. we need more of that yeah we do definitely yeah so, for sure thank well um one more question is kind of what's your what's your future when you look five ten years down the road for the Nampa Chamber? Um, what are your what are your visions and goals coming up um, soon? Oh wow! <laughs> uh, uh, so, so basically, we don't know what we don't know, right? I mean, you asked that two years ago, and nobody knew, sure. and so I, yeah. I can't predict the future other than um, our downtown is a priority right now. Um, in a fun way. It's kind of a blank slate with some empty buildings and that'll be fun to see. There is some uh, projects in place for some downtown living. There's some apartments that have been mm -hmm. approved for downtown. Um, my personal opinion is that's when a, a downtown starts to transform from good to great is when you get some downtown living. Yes. And yeah. so I'm excited about that to get some downtown living. And then um, again, it, it, it's the buzzword that we all hear. It's, it's workforce, um, you know, labor. It's getting um, employees in there. And so I think each business is going to continue to um, be creative on how they staff their organization and their business. And they're going to have to think outside of the box, um, whether that means changing of hours or the way they operate or partnership collaborations. And so um, I saw this through the pandemic is those, those companies that were willing to think outside of the box and get mm -hmm. creative, made it through it. Yeah. And even some of them thrived. And we saw that firsthand that uh, if we're all willing to kind of partner up and, and support local and get creative, that we can get through anything. And so I look forward to the next couple of years. Nampa's in a great place. Mm -hmm. You know, again, we sometimes get bogged down in our own little frustrations of things. And, and sometimes it's it's very humbling to, to listen to other communities and what they're going through and, and then look back at how fortunate and blessed we are here in Nampa and Canyon County. Yeah. Well, we've definitely heard that when we've interviewed um, other businesses here in Nampa, that the resounding theme is that they've been supported by their local chamber and their local city, and they have nothing but great things to say about that. And then just the collaboration. I think the leadership that you have mm -hmm. and that the city has has set this example of this is what we're doing. This is how we get through things is support each other, collaborate and, um, you know, and lift each other up instead of you know, creating a, an island by themselves. So you guys have done a great job and 
um, we're just so happy that we have such a great chamber in Nampa to help. Well, thank you for that. It's forums like that you guys are doing here too, just to provide people opportunity to, to share with their heart and their vision and then others to, to listen in and, and partner and collaborate. It's one thing I love about Idaho and, and, and Nampa Canyon County is it is, it's, it's just friends. It's yeah. just local people that are care about it. And, uh, so yeah, Nampa chamber is here to help. If any, if there's anything we can do for anybody, both personally and professionally, get a hold of us. Um, if we don't have a program in place for it, we're willing to listen and help implement something. So it's here to help the local businesses for anything we can. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today. We really, we're really honored that you took the time and we'll have all the information of anybody who wants to get more information about the Nampa chamber and how to get connected there. So thank you so much, Mitch. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You guys have a wonderful summer. Yes. All right. Thanks, Mitch. Take care. See you, John. See you, Anna. Thanks, Mitch. Thanks for joining us on the iHeart2C podcast. Do you know someone or something that we should highlight? Would you like to get the word out about your business? Send us a message at podcast at iHeart2C.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at iHeart2C. If you like the podcast and are listening on Apple, make sure to leave a review. Until next time, keep it local and keep supporting Canyon County.